Nah, anyway, thank you very much for watching while we were in Korea. I tried as much as possible to express my own doubts and concerns to demonstrate that everybody has the what-ifs, everybody has their doubts and concerns and has to use strategies to deal with them. Um, I had a very good message, I think it was a testimonial, it might even be on the testimonials page, from somebody who uh, read the book and bought the videos and they said one of the most amazing things um, was to find out that these stunt ridey special people are just the same. It's just that we've taken those bite sizes and gone further, 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 because that's our job. So what I'd like to talk about, I got a message in. I'd like to talk about, okay, we've got a little phrase, you might have seen it, um, I've put it in several memes. It's not what your horse does that matters, it's how you react. How you react, what meaning you give to it. If you fall off your horse, you could give the meaning that you're a rubbish horse rider, but equally, if I fall off a horse, I give it uh, the meaning that I know how to fall and I can jump up and I'm not injured. I might rub my bum if I've done it particularly badly, but there you go. There you go. So you can have the same event and give completely different meaning. One of the things that people try to do is they say, you're not a real horse rider until you've fallen off seven times. That is literally doing the same thing so that people don't get discouraged and you've fallen off six times. It's just a little token to say, give it the meaning that you're becoming a proper horse rider, which is correct. There we go. Hunting. I'm just reading Suzanne's message. There you are, using your bite sizes to get a beautiful. Let me read this message that we got. It was a public post to Rider Confidence, and so um, I'm assuming it's all fine. Okay. Hi Ali, hi Melv, how are you? Okay. So, um, Wednesday, day at the centre of horseback combat for their confidence course. Got on a lovely done, forget the moving in the saddle, rearing and discussing horse falls. I got on a done. I should be very happy about duns. That's bullseye. Thursday, borrowed one of the school horses, first canter in the school since Jan, first time feeling comfortable without stirrups since January, first time cantering without stirrups since a very long time. Finished and went for a potter down the lane to cool off. The horses in the neighbouring field were calling and prancing along the fence line. God, it felt good to be relaxed and able to enjoy the sun. So, back to the meaning. The, the meaning that you give it. The horses in the field were calling and prancing along the fence line. The meaning you could have given to it is that my horse is going to respond and I'm going to get in trouble. But the meaning that this person gave to it was that it felt wonderful to be relaxed and able to enjoy the sun whilst there were still horses prancing about. It goes on to Friday, lesson on a different pony. The instructor said, <laughs> oh, watch out, they're cleaning the windows. Brilliant. The instructor, your riding instructor, said, watch out, they're cleaning the windows. As if to expect there to be problems. Was there any problems? No. Great, she's imagining the worst, but I can also imagine the spook, the heels down, the hands to the next strap, laughing, rebalancing, pushing on the great session that follows. So, one set of imagination was going, ooh, the spook, and our lovely message came for someone who'd had her 
thinking reorganized that what I'm imagining is the spook if they're cleaning the windows and then me heels down pushing on being the horse rider that I want to be coping with the spook in a professional manner that's the visual image that this person's now got not of the spook and being out of control, but the spook and being in control. The point that we're making is that the horse spooks either way. The same thing is happening that always happened and just the change of the meaning, what this means. It doesn't matter what your horse does, it only matters how you react. And how I'm going to react is like a professional and I'm going to praise the Lord for this wonderful opportunity to ride a spooked horse and go forward. It goes on. Um, it was a great session, the pony is great fun, he's really trainable, there's nothing I can't deal with. Carrying on on Saturday, went out for a ride over railway sleepers, up and down dips and over a ditch. Ditches are now new, I love the athleticism. Going on to say about the, the scary corner, I remember the conversation about the scary corner. So opportunity, oh I love it, opportunity to work at the bottom end of the school de-spooking the rider. Not de-spooking the horse, de-spooking the rider. It doesn't matter what your horse does, it only matters how you react. So the horse spooks down at so-called scary corner and I remember the conversation we had was that everybody called it scary corner. Once it was named scary corner, nobody could unname it. So what we suggested was you then stick a sticker on every corner, calling them very neutral name, Paris corner, blue corner, disassociating, I can't think of another two, think of another two for me, disassociating, only one corner's got a name and that name is scary. So obviously this has been taken heart, I'm going to go down there and de-spook the rider, not de-spook the horse. It doesn't matter what your horse does, it only matters how you react. It only matters the meaning that you give it. So I'm minded of a, a lady who phoned up and said she couldn't do the rider confidence course. Uh, she was very sorry because she'd smashed in her shoulder and she had to have reconstructive surgery and it was going to prevent her from, from uh, going on the course because she'd walked into a door. Now, firstly, how many of you are expecting that to be a horse story? Ah, I'll let you have that, because this is a, this is me. <laughs> um, and I talk about horses, but it wasn't a horse story. There we are. And she said, it's funny, it was the worst injury that I've ever had, <laughs> far more than any that has happened to me on horse riding. And I said to her, are you now afraid of doors? Do you now expect doors to hurt you? And of course she didn't. It was just one of those things. It's not what happens, it's the meaning that you give to it. If that had happened on a horse, she then decide that there was loads of meaning and it would be harder to shift. That's your choice. If you're scared of doors. <laughs> Obviously not, it's a lovely example. I'm also minded of people who have car accidents, get hurt in a car, and the expectation from them and the people around them is that they will then repair from their injuries and continue to drive cars. The whole expectation around it, all the people around you, are you driving yet? Are you, dri you alright about driving cars? The loaded question 
are you all right yet about driving cars? Yet. Meaning, you will be all right about driving cars and people get over their accidents and they move on and they drive the cars because they have to. There we are. Take the same situation as happened with a horse. If somebody has got injured in a horse, as unlikely as that is, but someone's got injured in a horse, people are like, are you all right about riding horses? The expectation is there's a very good chance that you're not going to be all right about riding horses now because you smashed in your shoulder. Yeah, that was walking into a door. So, oh, was it? No. But if it was on a horse, the expectation is, mm, are you all right about riding horses? Loaded question. Mm. Are you all right about riding horses? All that mm, mm, is saying, I'm aware that it's probably not. <laughs> but are you all right about riding horses? If someone was asking you about the car, it'd be, are you driving yet? Without the... This is how we verbalise. Anyway, I've got non-verbal communication. I've got off the subject a little bit. The point is, it's not what happens, it's the meaning that you give to it. So this is wonderful. To get this email is absolutely smashing. Okay. Um, and then she goes on to say how she gets the horse to to load and it's it goes straight on without a pause and it's just super since coming on the course she's done item after item after item after item after item with the visual image of her being the horse person dealing with what the horse does not the visual image of the horse being perfect so this has been the best the best post the best message that we could get there we are super oh ali i have my dressage championship tomorrow thanks miss you both miss you too hopefully one day we'll ride again um yes i'm very excited for you to have your dressage championship super um okay so that's what i wanted to say not what your horse does, it's how you react to it. Lovely. I'm filling out my diary for the talks that I have around the country. Um, in due course, there will be adverts popping up on your news feed to say, get your talks booked in now. It's very simple. Just book a village hall, sell the tickets through ticket.com. It's all done automatically. And uh, we'll come down and give a talk to if you can gather 30 people and um, make sure they have tea and coffee in a nice warm room. It's, it's a good evening and then we have a long time discussing afterwards. Uh, yeah, we have a really good time. So arrange that in your town and I'll be along. Okay, that was Live at Five. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you. Bye bye.